1: Allie. Hello. I have a good button for us to start with. Okay.
0: I kill a communist for fun. But for a green card, I'm going to carve him up real nice.
1: I would only figuratively carve them up, I should say. (laughs) (laughs) Just put that out there. Did I tell you? I was just on the news recently. Oh, my gosh. (laughs) And they asked me about um, creating a foundation Of like agreeance with people we disagree with And I was like well when I hear them say that babies are parasites It's really hard for me to want to build a foundation of agreeance with them Because I don't think we agree on much And uh, I just want to demolish them politically And the news host was like "Um, Morgan can you just confirm you meant figuratively (laughs) And I was like yes I meant in politics (laughs) Like I don't want to crush my opponent Oh my Oh Um, my gosh But you guys were back with Allie Rogers Hello Hi Thank you for joining us again And we are talking today about Weather Underground, the communist movement Mm -hmm. that has been in our country for decades. And now it's on the rise again. Yeah, Allie's an expert. She works with me at my nonprofit where we put on the show called The Freedom Records. If you want to watch our interviews with survivors of communism. Socialism, political tyranny, oppression, all the things. Then go to the freedomrecords.com and see our work. Allie is really the history brains behind all the stuff. So all of the research, all the footage from countries that you see on the shows... As we do the interviews that come on the screen, all of the research that's on social media where we give context and educational lessons on moments and events and terms and stuff, usually done, pretty much always done by Allie. Uh, She thinks like me in terms of the obsession with connecting history to current events. And that's why I really love getting to work with her. And that's why I'm so happy she's here to talk about the weather underground, the races for district attorney, the funding and the weird connections, everything that's going on with that. Allie Rogers, thank you. Welcome
2: hi thank you i'm excited to be here again i'm <laughs> thanks for coming back <laughs> 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 um
1: with that being said ali wh- what do you think if if you're like most americans you haven't heard about weather underground mm-hmm. especially our generation because it's not like we were taught this stuff in the classroom right no um if you're like us and you're seeing you're seeing these cities crime is taking over mm-hmm. and you're hearing more about district attorneys and recalls potentially happening and uh, the decriminalization of things and and you're wondering what is going on then you hear words like George Soros and and all of it's starting to get a little confusing but it it seems to be one general trend into supporting criminals mm-hmm. and supporting leftist policies that really add chaos to society and don't benefit us at all yeah if you're like that what would you say to people that are really confused but Mm. are starting to see the trend and are getting concerned but don't know where to even begin with an understanding of what's actually happening here yeah is that a good question to start with like (laughs) like like what how would you explain what's what's taking place in the country with crime and district attorneys and connections to communist movements in the past
2: yeah i mean ultimately go back in history history can teach us a lot and like they say you know history repeats itself um and I think it's really important obviously to go back and really reteach these moments in history and and show people what the foundation was that these what started all of this and I think um you know on your laptop you say grow from your roots or what does it say on here yeah, run back to your roots, and we need to run back to the roots of communism. But no, but like go back and learn what those people wanted, because yeah. really it's the same movement; it's the same thing that's happening. Yep. So, anyway, I guess um, you know before I started working for you, I you know obviously got involved with the DA race and all of that, and then I learned who um, you know Chase Abudin was and. He was, I'm just going to dive right into it. He, yeah. w- wait, wait, because wo- we might have new listeners. Oh, and so sorry. if you guys haven't
1: yet, Allie's yeah. been on the show a few times. First, we did an introductory Allie episode because Allie and I worked together for the nonprofit. We talked then in the next episode about her recall efforts because she's a part of the recall, recall Gascon. Uh-huh. Uh, efforts in los angeles where they are they got over seven hundred thousand signatures to recall the district attorney there because he's basically decriminalized everything he had what zero bail Mm -hmm. is that what it's called zero
2: bail policy
1: and so it's like it creates a revolving door where a guy, a person can commit a crime and then they go in and get processed and then they're released right back out without going to jail or without having to show bail and then they go out and what do you know do another crime and everything's just really dangerous yeah so ali's been a part of that and what's crazy is San Francisco already recalled their district attorney, and his name was? Chesa Budin. Chesa Budin. Yeah. He's doing basically the exact same policies yeah. that we're seeing in Los Angeles now, or mm-hmm. he did, and yeah. he got removed because it was that dangerous. We all have heard the terrible stories of San Francisco. Yeah. But Allie knows the background of this, yeah. and it's fascinating. It is fascinating. Who's Chesa Boudin?
2: So Chesa Boudin is the son of... Um, His dad's name is David, and his mom's name is Kathy. And um, they were founding members of a communist organization that started at the University of Michigan in 1969 um, called the Weather Underground. Originally, they were called the Weathermen, and then they changed into the Weather Ground. Interesting. And it was a group of uh, students that were in the Democratic Socialist Party. So it was a bunch of socialist students that started this on their university campus. A bunch of college kids, little young revolutionaries, just how the commies like them. And if you guys <laughs> you can't see,
1: but I'm rolling my eyes yeah. intensely right now.
2: <laughs> yeah, it's uh, it's intense. It's intense. And um, so they were basically this radical left wing militant organization, and their group's main goal was to basically like push back against American quote imperialism. And so that was like their whole thing So that they wanted to like get, okay, get something against the capitalists, you know? Ugh. Yeah.
1: So Ali, what are the, if you could describe Weather Underground, like they were a communist group that was mm-hmm. trying to fight against American capitalism and really bring it down.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: What were some of the main things that they did in their
2: prime? So their most like well-known attack was they bombed the U.S. Senate building. In 1984. Jeez. Yeah. They went in with some bombs and they set it off and...
1: They insurrected?
2: Yeah. <laughs> they basically so had a little insurrection, <laughs> insurrection party. Um, but most, uh, actually notably, recently, after the Roe v. Wade was overturned, all these far leftist groups were calling for the Night of Rage. Do you oh, remember that? yeah, yeah, yeah. And there was a tie between that name, the Night of Rage... And the, this group, the Weathermen, had something called the Days of Rage, and they were having these big protests against the uh, Vietnam War in the sixties. And so they went and just attacked Chicago for days on end. And really? they, yeah, they tore down this huge statue. Mm. That sounds familiar.
1: Never heard of that tactic before. <laughs>
2: Who was it, Abraham Lincoln? Yeah, <laughs> no, <it was laughs> that some, evil
1: racist man. Uh,
2: yeah, right. It was. Uh, I think it was some like pol- well-known like sheriff or police officer, of course. Mm-hmm. You know, oh, okay, standard. Yeah, standard, standard. Um, you know, I think it's like a good point to have like a like a sense of humor when you're studying these like mm-hmm. dark topics because it can like be like it can cause rage, like. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and I just like you have to kind of like keep laughing. <laughs> <That's> ridiculous. <laughs> um,
1: so they had these nights. It was a Days of Rage.
2: It was a Days of Rage, and it was like three days straight that they wanted to just like wreak you know chaos on Chicago. And I guess like I was you know as I was like researching this, Bill Ayers was one of the founders of the Weathermen, Weather Underground, and he was one of the leaders for the Days of Rage. Mm. Bill Ayers has quite the history as well, but he's an he's an open communist. Like you can find YouTube interviews with him and stuff and he's very passionate about communism obviously and um he he wanted to lead this this moment and he really thought it was going to be like this huge you know protest and only like a couple hundred people showed up still that's a lot
1: yeah that's still concerning But but I see what you mean it's kind of embarrassing for him yeah
2: they were kind of embarrassed but they like still obviously bombed and attacked and looted and did all the communist things that we saw in 2020. Well, that's
1: crazy. So what do you think changed? Like, that's a good question. What changed between then and now where they only had a few hundred people show up but now you see just random masses? I would say it's like cities are so decayed at this point mm-hmm. that there's people that don't even know about the mission, but they just want to wreak havoc. They just want to cause chaos now. And yeah. so they go out and they loot and they riot and they do all this stuff. And like, they, they don't even know what the mission is of the riots or the organizers. Yeah. They, they benefit from being able to to take advantage of the useful idiots now. Yes. And so the, I guess they didn't have as many useful idiots back then, but now they certainly do.
2: Yeah, they do. Jeez. Yeah.
1: Okay. So that was the days of rage. And then yeah. was the bank heist. Oh. Was that the last thing?
2: Kind of. Yeah. Okay. I think the organization. Kind so of, what happened with that? So, okay. So Chase's parents, Kathy and David, um, were, they wanted to rob this bank. And so, they actually paired up. With the Weather Underground? Yeah. They were a part of the Weather Underground. Okay. So let's paint the picture here. So there's Bernadine Dorn and Bill Ayers. They were a couple. They were like the head leaders. So romantic. Yeah. <laughs> the head uh, directors, I guess, of okay. the Weather Underground. They're like us. Yeah. Yeah opposites opposites (laughs) the antithesis yeah (laughs) and then there was David and Kathy Mm -hmm. and then they had their whole little group and then they also paired up with uh, two other um, communist groups called the Black Liberation Army BLA and then there was also the Black Panther Party which maybe more people Mm -hmm. have heard that name before oh for sure so they teamed up these three groups all teamed up and they're like we're gonna go rob this bank and they went in and uh, basically took hostage everybody inside this bank first they they stormed it basically so the black liberation army and the um the black panther party these guys went in, stormed it they shot the security guard right away oh
1: gun violence mm-hmm. yeah Not they, good.
2: oh yeah they all had rifles Oh, fascinating. And first of all, let's also paint this picture. Sorry, I'm leaving out of detail. They were in this huge, like, moving truck, really. It was like, interesting. And it had, like, back swinging doors. Okay. Like an old movie. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So they were all in this big moving truck, and all the riflemen. The, the commies in the back and then <laughs> the, the two guys. people who were driving were david and kathy bedeen oh chesa so th- parents yeah so they were the getaway drivers and this is crazy w- and where was chesa he was at home with a babysitter oh <gasps> little chesa. Der- chesa yeah while his parents went on this bank heist oh my gosh so they stole 1.2 million dollars from this bank and then as they were All the, you know, the men got back into the truck and then they drove off and then the police were obviously on it. They barricaded them on this bridge. And the plan was, is that like, this is all pre-planned, of course, mm-hmm. Kathy first, because you know, it's a woman, it's less um, intimidating. She yeah. gets out and she puts her hands up and gets on her knees. And then next David got out, his dad got out on his knees, put his hands up. And then at that very moment when the police, you know, ordered them to, you know, surrender when at that moment, the guys in the back swung open those doors and came out and just opened fire on the police. Yeah. And they shot two officers. Oh my gosh. Yeah.
1: See, first of all, as like mama bear instinct, I don't even have kids, but I'm like, so these parents with a one-year-old Chasa at home with a babysitter were willing to risk their lives to what, rob a bank in the name of communism? Yeah. Disgusting.
2: Yeah. No, it's just, it's, it's... The basis of it is really so disgusting. dumb. Well, I mean, yeah.
1: all their, I mean, they don't really think in the smartest ways to begin with. So right. it makes sense that they'd come to these illogical conclusions of yeah. <laughs> how they should behave. But that's so sad yeah. to do that to their baby. Yeah. Because they could have died easily. Totally. For, in the name of what? Yeah. Okay. Okay. Marxism. So that happens. Did they go to jail yeah. right yeah. after? Yeah. So Sorry they went geez. to
2: jail, they went to prison, and then baby Chasa went to go live with, was raised by, bill Ayers and bernardine door wait how come they weren't in jail do we know That's, that that like, was the confusing connected? part yeah and you would think that like they w- might be arrested like with association yeah. but um they weren't and so <laughs> they what? raised Chasa. these communists raised this little boy the fa- so like the knows? leaders
1: of weather underground raised Chasa. Mm-hmm. Chasa grows up and becomes district attorney of san francisco yes. and makes it a crime-ridden hellhole. yeah He's raised by the founders. They're the, the leaders of Weather Underground.
2: Yeah. And then he went on to become a lawyer. He went to Yale University.
1: Oh, great. I yeah. wonder how he got in. Like, I wonder what was on his application of, like, right. listen, my parents did X, Y, Z, and now I want to get them out of prison. That's yeah. why he wanted to become a lawyer, right? Yeah. Yeah, it's To get his parents, who helped with the killing of police officers mm-hmm. after a communist bank heist to fight the capitalists. Yep. He gets into Yale, Mm-hmm. and becomes a lawyer to try and get his parents out
2: yeah and he did he got them out but it was like several years later and uh he got his dad out in 2020 so his dad got out of prison in 2020 and then his mom actually recently died but she was um in prison for 23 years and was charged for felony murder based on her role in that that um wow. robbery that bank robbery oh, that makes sense yeah and um <laughs> did she ever
1: get released you know like did he help get her out to yeah
2: you? he like worked oh to gosh. get her out with all these lawyers
1: did people just not notice when he was running for da that like hey
2: i think it was like a
1: we got an open communist
2: it was like you know a lot of these things it's like oh it's a conspiracy that like
1: these people oh, yeah. you know well, did you see AOC today she was like the people accusing me of fake handcuffs <laughs> it's a conspiracy theory yeah. and it's tucker was like
2: what well actually like i think we talked about this like the term conspiracy was coined during like mccarthyism you're kidding yeah in the 1960s the you know the government had to come up with a term of people who of were conspiring. like firing yeah of people who didn't really like buy into all the government narrative mm-hmm. oh they're conspiracy there's
1: Oh, that's a good point of where that word come from. Yeah. Oh, Allie, that's a post in itself. Yeah. Oh my God.
2: Do you guys see why I like <laughs> Allie so much? Like nobody
1: else has these fun facts or th- cares about these things yeah. either. That's why we're we're trying to make other people care about these things. Yeah. Because it's
2: important. It's fascinating. We should do these... a
1: whole McCarthy series though.
2: That would be really interesting.
1: And then, I mean, he was kind of right about everything. I
2: totally agree. We need to bring back McCarthy soon. <laughs> whenever
1: that. people say like oh you know we're i'm just glad we're out of that phase i'm like uh didn't go far enough <laughs> <laughs> like clearly we suck look at the state of the country look at chase yeah look at what chase has done yeah
2: i mean these commies are emboldened
1: yeah well that's days. have
2: you i've got to get you age of an entitlement oh yeah
1: um because one of the things is talking about reagan i think you and i talked about it at dinner this week mm-hmm. of um with reagan we felt like we won because the ussr fell and there was all this all these cool quotes the wall goes down like we think we would just beat communism Mm -hmm. when in reality it was more emboldened than ever on our shores Mm -hmm. we had just had this kind of fake victory because the ussr fell and we were in a cold war with them and reagan had all these cool quotes and so we just kind of let loose Mm -hmm. thinking uh I guess we're all done. We've, yeah. we've defeated the communists. Right. Meanwhile, they were just in the early phases of taking over our education system, K through 12, and higher education, mm-hmm. and our bureaucracy and our government.
2: Yeah, I mean, Crazy. to sidestep for a moment, like uh, Let's one of side my side yeah, Let's do it. One of my side <laughs> obsessions is um, like the Cold War era and uh-huh. the LBJ JFK assassination, and then um, <laughs> that's a sidestep. Alex. Yeah, that is side step. a big sidestep. But I just want to say one thing. The <laughs> The Vietnam war, obviously Mm. that was like the most unnecessary war ever, but you know, communism won there and we lost. Yeah, we lost. And that was, that was, a. these are really hard pills to swallow
1: sometimes. Yeah. Well, I, that was the thing is people assume that the boomers are from Vietnam and that, oh, they were the ones who were like the, the ones drafted and stuff. But the Age of Entitlement book breaks down the demographics of it and says, actually, the boomers were the first generation that had to be taught that we lost a war. Mm-hmm. Like they, they weren't around as mm-hmm. adults with their own minds yeah. at, at this period. They were after. And so our time perception of that generation is off. Mm-hmm. They were they were the first ones that had to, like, deal with the the fake victory of yeah. Vietnam and stuff mm-hmm. like that. And then not only that, I mean, the, the class war that was really started in Vietnam, where if you were in school, you didn't get drafted. And then if you were smart enough and had enough money and you were capable enough to figure it out and you weren't working class or middle class, then you could easily find a way to just dodge the draft. Yeah. And so all of the working class, middle class men of America were sent over and then they were protested and spit on by what little dweeb, socialist, rich kids mm-hmm. at colleges that had the privilege to go to college and didn't get drafted. Yeah. And then they had the, the gall to protest the boys that got sent and didn't know that there was a way to even get out of the draft yeah so that right there was one of the biggest divides of classes in our country and I didn't even see it like that before I didn't realize because we're just told that everybody got drafted you know what I mean yeah and then you hear like oh some presidents dodged and stuff right it was quite frequent for that entire class of of young men so sad so gross but yeah I think that's something. I mean, that's the whole point, you guys. This is why Allie and I, we really love our work. (laughs) Because it's like, let's do a season on McCarthyism. And then LBJ's assassination of JFK. Yeah. I just said that.
2: Oh, my God. Gosh, it's uh. my current it's my current obsession. I can't stop. Um but anyway to wrap it up just on Kathy Boudin, yeah. yeah. She served um, you know, twenty-three years, but really Chase's whole point was to like get her out. He did. Also, his dad, he got out um for murder. And so it was just it's it's really sad the stain that it's left on California, um, and it's rooted in communism. And yeah. um that's the link that people need to start drawing is that, you know, what's happening now is foundation of communists. That's, this is the movement that they've started, and they're just going to keep eroding our judicial system. They're going to continue to erode our, our policies that enable you know public safety for us all, and it's really sad.
1: Yeah, I completely agree, Allie. It's, it's incredibly sad. Now, with things getting crazier these days, with the policies looking completely perverse and completely against true justice completely against public safety, more pro-criminal than pro-citizen, it really makes you wonder what's going on. And it also makes me want to make sure that I have a proper plan for myself. And so that brings up something that I wanted to, to mention with you guys before the end of the episode. Ali, I have one more topic that I want to discuss. But first, I, I want to let you guys know about Vara safety. Now, I let you know about it for the first time in the last episode. And I'm going to keep this up because I think it needs to be in every single home. I have one in my home. It's by my bedstand, and I'm putting one in my forerunner also because when it comes to self protection, I prepare and I train for fast access to my gun. Always. Gun safes are really great. I totally get it. But sometimes they are hard to access quickly in an emergency. Especially for me, I live alone. I'm a young woman. I want to be prepared for moments like that. And so when I found out about Vara Safety's Reach 2S, it was a game changer, okay? This Reach 2S is different from standard gun safes because it's a hybrid between a safe and a holster. You guys have to go. I'm going to tell you the website now so you can start looking it up as I speak. Go to varasafety.com, V-A-R-A-safety.com, as I'm telling you this right now, and you can see what I'm talking about. It looks like a sleek metal holster, but it keeps your gun locked and secure like a safe does. So you can mount it next to your bed or in your vehicle. I keep mine by my bed, like I said, and I'm getting one in my vehicle. To use it, you literally just grab your gun like you're pulling it from the holster, and your thumb will naturally line up onto a fingerprint sensor that is on the safe slash holster. (laughs) Thingy-ma-jiggy. It's just like drawing from a holster, you guys, but only authorized users can unlock it because of that biometric sensor. So this really ups the game in safety in your home, especially if you have kids, if you have friends with kids, or in general, if you just want to make sure that your thing is locked. This is what made it a game changer. Like I said, as soon as I grab my gun, I know it will unlock immediately in less than a second. And I am already set up with a a proper grip because it is coming from a holster. It eliminates the extra steps with the gun safes. It can take up valuable time if that's what you're having to deal with. And then all you have to do to secure it back in is you put it back in the holster and push down the lock. It's super simple. You guys, again, this is the Reach 2S. It's by far the fastest way to get my gun and have all of the checks for security and reliability at the same time. So, even cooler, Vara is in my hometown or near it, okay? I'm from upstate New York near Saratoga Springs, New York. And when I found out that Vara Safety has this cool scientific technology and then it also is from my area in upstate New York, it was just the coolest thing ever and I want to keep promoting it. So go to varasafety.com, check out the Reach 2S, their newest product, and support them. Get this in your home. You guys ask what I use all the time for my everyday carry, the kind of holster that I'm using, the kind of clothes that I'm using to conceal, This is one of the products that I use, okay? Vara Safety's Reach 2S is in my home and my car. I encourage you all to get one, too. Thanks so much. And now, Allie, let's move on. Okay, Allie, I heard that you have one more person that you want to tell us about.
2: So another member of the Weather Underground, she was radical, okay? Mm -hmm. So she was was a part of the May 19th Communist Organization, which was also like a side party of, you know, the communist movement back in the seventies. Okay. (laughs) Anyway, um, she was a part of the U S Senate bombing and she lived as a fugitive for two years while like the FBI was apparently looking for her. Mm. She was found, she was arrested in 1984 for possession of over 750 pounds of explosives after the bank robbery, and then she was convicted in March of 1985 by a federal jury and given a 58-year sentence. Wow. She ended up serving 16 years in prison, and then she was um, pardoned on the last day of his presidency by Bill Clinton. Allie, wait. (laughs)
1: You can't <laughs> leave me hanging on these things because now I'm like, we need an episode on this and you're leaving soon. Yeah. Okay.
2: No, this woman so is a psycho.
1: This <laughs> the, the woman who is in jail for a 58 year sentence yeah. after being a part of the bombing of a US Senate building yeah. and the bank heist yeah. that killed cops yeah. with the communists mm-hmm. in their little groups Yeah, with the weather underground. Yeah. She was pardoned by Bill Clinton.
2: Yes, on his last day of presidency, after only 16 years. And she was found with 750 pounds of explosives. Well, Allie,
1: I mean, maybe this is a naive question, but did she she go into retirement and just decide to leave well, society? Or actually, where is she now?
2: <laughs> actually, so it's actually erased from the face of the internet. So you okay. cannot find this. What's her name again? Susan Rosenberg. Okay. Yeah, she's a commie. She... Was found to be working on, and with an organization who was responsible for managing money for Black Lives Matter before they got nonprofit status. So yeah, I think I think it's called Thousand Oaks, Thousands Oak or something. It's a weird name. Okay, but I'll investigate this. Yes,
1: I'll speak. Wait, button. Black Lives Matter.
2: Yeah, we are trained Marxists.
1: That was the co-founder.
0: Okay,
2: and obviously like her, her pardon was very controversial, but it's just ironic that Bill Clinton did it.
1: Right. Oh, it's not ironic at all, Allie. <laughs> it's all planned. It's, it's all coordinated. It makes sense. So, n- and then, so she joined Black Lives Matter. Mm hmm. And did you say she's a board member of this?
2: Yes. Yeah, so she was on the board Jeez. of this organization and was like helping Black Lives Matter
1: and all of that stuff. I mean, it makes total sense. Like, I'm not shocked at all uh, I am more so just disgusted and like wow, I can't believe we didn't know this sooner. Yeah. Because it's impossible to you and I know this. It's impossible to research this stuff. Mm-mm. It's impossible to find it. It's not yeah. like you could just google Rosenberg Black Lives Matter whether yeah. underground. The the things don't come up. Yeah, you have to You keep have digging. to dig and dig and dig. Yeah. And it's impossible. It's yeah. not easy to do this kind no. of research. Yeah. So I give you a lot of credit for finding this stuff. Thank
2: you. Yeah it's very interesting. Now we have
1: to look all into this. And
2: now <laughs> it's like a
1: uh, whole can of worms just but got just opened up. I just find it
2: really like, I mean, it's just a big eye roll that, you know, they took her down from their website as soon as this was discovered. I think, Good. I think it was um, Ben Shapiro who originally like wow. kind of did this digging. And then Thank also you. Trump brought her up too
1: really? during his
2: presidency. <gasps>
1: Oh, wonderful! Yeah, See, mentioned. it takes just a little effort, yeah, to just investigate a little nudge. these guys. Yeah, that's the thing, though. Like, it's the same thing with the Black Lives Matter. Uh, they got in trouble for on their website. They had the family thing of that they wanted to, <laughs> they wanted to get rid of the American nuclear family structure. Boom, they got criticized. Yeah. That got removed. That doesn't change their values, though. Mm-mm. It doesn't change the fact that they wanted to associate and do still associate with Rosenberg. It's just not public, so that they can't get criticized anymore for that. Yeah. Same thing with the family thing. Same thing. I'm not crediting myself for this, but it I was, I think, one of the only people that was calling them out for this. I was one of the only people. Not even I think. I was. The DSA, Democratic Socialists of America, website used to have language, and I downloaded the PDF on my old laptop, so... I still have it. Mm-hmm. But it was language that they do intend to get rid of private ownership of of business and corporations in exchange for community ownership. And you know exactly what that means, Allie. When mm-hmm. they say community ownership, they mean owned by the people. They mean yeah. owned by the government in the name of the people. That's yeah. how socialism works. And so they say that we're going to end up like Nordic Europe. We're not going to end up like Venezuela. It's a different kind. But then their website, if you read the fine print, like it was paragraphs in. I just downloaded it and it explains that Did did I tell you this long term? They were like, yeah, we want to end up with community owned industry and corporations. But they they said, but we just don't have a plan for that yet on the website. They said we don't have a plan for it yet. So so in the meantime, our short term plan is to increase taxes and regulation to slowly gain control of these businesses. Yeah. And yeah. make it easier to take control of them eventually. It's
2: like that Clanned clip. it all out. Yeah. It's like that clip that resurfaced with Maxine Waters saying mm-hmm. how they want to just basically have the government overtake um, the gasoline. Oh, that was fascinating. And she, she yeah. pauses. That yeah. was the, it was not like
1: funny yeah. because to me, I'm like, there you go. And mm-hmm. ev- all the, con- the Congress people that were there on our side, they were like, mm-hmm. oh, you just admitted it. And yeah. then so she, she stutters for a second. She goes, I want to see
2: taking so over- yeah she goes like social I want to socialize
1: I want and then she even said it a second time I want to take over the government Mm -hmm. and it was like thank you for clarifying the pause
2: though because you can see it in her eyes like oh is like screw it
1: I'll just admit it yeah that's what I saw in her eyes of like she struggled because they aren't supposed to say that stuff out loud Mm -hmm. and then she was like you know what screw it I want to socialize oil and gas yeah (laughs) I want the government to take over oil and gas
2: I mean ultimately like their goal their goals are gonna start just to yeah and that's why we, we just, exist, Allie, yeah. to call it out, to connect past yeah. to present. Okay,
1: you need to get on your flight. Yeah, <laughs> I'm going to kick you out of here. Um, okay. You guys, thanks for listening. We really appreciate it. We hope that that opened your eyes. Again, this is very introductory, so we hope it opened your eyes to the Weather Underground, the connections with the communist movement, Weather Underground, the current DA situation where they are being funded, communist DAs that are pro-criminal, anti-American citizen, and anti-law enforcement. They are being paid... To be put into positions across the country in major cities. We saw that with Chesa, Chesa mm-hmm. Boudin. We're seeing it now with, what's his name? Gascon. Yep. Not Gasson. Gascon. Gascon no. in LA, but hopefully Ali will make sure he's recalled, her and her team. Yeah. And uh, not only that, but we see connections between these communist groups of the 60s, 70s, and so on to now Black Lives Matter today. And last time with a button. We, uh- <laughs> our trained Marxists. Again, that was Patrice Cullors, co-founder of Black Lives Matter. You guys, thank you for listening. We appreciate that you care enough to learn about this stuff. We hope that you look into it more now on your own. Thank you so much, Allie, for joining. Of course. If you guys like this, please subscribe, share that you're listening to it, and leave me a five-star review with words, please. Say that this is the best podcast you ever heard. Thank you so much. <laughs> Bye-bye.